Hello and welcome to Creative Lives, the Lecture in Progress podcast. Lecture in Progress is an online resource that inspires and informs the next generation of talent by providing practical advice and insight into the creative industry. This podcast series features a broad range of people talking about what they do and how they got to where they are. As we enter into graduate season, we'll be chatting to a selection of grads on the podcast, all at different points in their careers. We start off by speaking to Laurie Avon this week. So I'm Laurie Avon and I'm an illustrator and I work freelance in between Brighton and London. Who graduated from Kingston University with a degree in illustration almost a year ago. In that time, Laurie has moved back home to Brighton, found himself a workspace and completed various commissions with his signature liner cut process, including work for Penguin Random House's Vintage Imprint. He's also started various projects with friends, including Minute Books, which involved creating live illustrations for events in the form of booklets, and Crit Club, a supportive collective where Laurie and a few others share work, feedback, industry insight, and set each other's speculative projects to develop their portfolios. We began by asking Laurie if he remembers how he was feeling this time last year and what his first steps were after completing his studies. I was a mixture of really excited to be kind of free to work exactly on what I want to, whatever I want, and obviously quite nervous and unsure what was to come because university for me like worked just as it should really because I spent three years just really just having fun and experimenting and I've got three years worth of work but only the very end section of it really sums up who I am now which kind of sums up why this year's been so exciting since graduating because I've been trying to add to this portfolio and work out who I am which I'm really starting to feel is like the case now to like a year ago graduating. Laurie also tells us about one of his biggest learnings since graduating how to get in touch with and communicate with industry contacts, as well as the influence of Instagram on his practice. So graduating, I stayed in Kingston for a little while. At at this time, I started collaborating with a couple of graphic designers and my friend, Sean O'Brien, who's another illustrator. And together we formed something called Minute Books, which is we create live publications of events. And it was was kind of like doing an internship all together because it was collaborating and reaching out to the industry, learning how to like communicate with these people who at that time seemed like you just, you would never like, how, how the hell do you speak to these people? And together we learn how to communicate and reach out and talk to clients. And during this time, we made minute books of each of the knockout games of the World Cup. So we all happen to be big football fans. And we'd create these publications that, Within um, it was it's a page by page, minute by minute book that we finished and bound and printed during the duration of the event. So during this time, I was living in Kingston still, and the guys were as well. So it was a nice way to win ourselves away from uni, but also keep working and collaborating. And collaborating and talking to people I've found is so important during this time because there are so many other people in the same boat as you. A lot of it's about kind of speaking to each other and learning about what our experiences are, what gets people's attention and what just is just another email. And I mean, we are still 
at this stage where sometimes you just don't hear and it's quite it is quite a painful experience but you have to just go through it and everyone you know that everyone's going through it and I found also by staying in contact with everyone all from different paths after uni everyone meets different people and like even if you're not it is all about kind of networking and using each other's links and today like I I went to meet one of my designer friends and he introduced me to his boss who then actually introduced me to someone else and we ended up meeting with a creative director in like London earlier today and we've got like some exciting work coming up. It's all through just meeting people and using each other to promote each other and something that really helped me was coming across a book called How to Be an Illustrator by Daryl Reese. It's quite a short book and easy to get through, but it really does give a great insight into how the industry works. And example, it helped me create my physical portfolio. It helped me learn how to reach out to people and was just a big learning curve. And it was a lot of the things that maybe weren't covered as much when I was at uni about this kind of communication when you're in the industry. And I've recently created a website that I'm really proud of. My Instagram has led to work and has been like a pretty influential tool within my practice because it's, it's, it's led to people commissioning. But at the same time, it's important to just use it for pushing your work out, really, instead of seeing it as like you're rated on how many likes you get <laughs> because that is such a, it is such a hard thing not to do. Laurie describes how meeting Penguin Random House's Suzanne Dean led to his first major commission and what it's taught him about the need for a printed portfolio. I was told that I would never, ever need to show a physical portfolio. But weirdly, I met the creative director of the vintage department at Penguin at my degree show. And she loved a zine that I created that was all lino cut. And she invited me to come in and show my portfolio and this was straight out of union. At that time, I actually didn't have a physical portfolio. So I came in like quite unprepared and I was just moving house and it was a bit of a mixed match. And I came with all these like flappy bits of paper and it was a bit embarrassing, but they understood that I was in a bit of like a transitional phase and it was okay. And it was actually for a really famous author called Roddy Doyle. He's really big in Ireland. And it was a lovely, amazing experience like working for a big client and that was my actually my first proper interaction with someone from the industry but they obviously reached out to me and invited me in and it was quite an amazing first job to have and a really brilliant feeling going into Waterstones and picking up an object that I'd illustrated for the first time. Following on from the book coming out I wanted to get back in touch with the vintage department and reached back out to the um, creative director, Suzanne. And she invited me in to actually come in with a physical portfolio to show my work, which at that point in time, I really wasn't expecting because I was expecting to just show my website. And it was such a brilliant experience going in and actually talking people through the work. Because when you just send a PDF or your website, you don't get to have this back and forth dialogue and they don't get to meet the person behind the work. But regarding creating a portfolio for that, I 
had a look in the um, How to Be an Illustrator book and there was a brilliant section on like what portfolios to buy, how to do it, how to do it neatly. And, it's, and it was about trying to have like a narrative to your portfolio. So it followed through and had like highs and lows and a flow to it. And it worked really well when I was there. And um, I guess meeting the personality that goes along with the work can help you see it in a different way. Next, we hear more about Crit Club and why it's been so crucial to his development in the past few months. So Crit Club is for creatives to come together and communicate with each other face-to-face about how they're feeling about their portfolios and work out what they need to improve and what's missing. So say you're working on your own and you want feedback on what you're doing, you can come to Crit Club and you can basically have like a crit like you would at university, but in order to be critted, you also have to crit the others and listen and listen to what, what people are working on and give feedback on that and set projects and review projects. It's all about just work, keeping on working and having a studio atmosphere. And the idea of Crit Club is definitely something that I think it is integral when you graduate because you are suddenly in some aspects like you're off the production line of uni and you're kind of on your own with your portfolio. And if you're not happy with your portfolio, it can be quite a daunting experience. And being together with people all in the same boat, all wanting to improve is quite empowering. And it's the perfect chance to meet people and discuss your work with people who are also creative. Like, you don't really have to be a fresh graduate. You could be anywhere in the line. It's, it's just the idea of coming and working in a studio, always having like one point every week where you meet and you discuss and you set work. Having gone full-time freelance after moving back to Brighton, we hear how Laurie found his first workspace, how he's been able to support himself so far and the expectation versus reality of being an illustrator. It was really funny because my parents had actually moved my stuff out of my bedroom and they'd turned that into a studio. So I then I had like a corner of a studio that was my bedroom. (laughs) So it was really painful. And at first it was quite hard to be motivated to work where you're where your bedroom is and that was like a really hard time trying to like balance being like trying to go freelance and like not having a studio and since then I've been kindly like lended a conservatory by my girlfriend's family having like a space where you go to work is so important and for me it has to like not be where you relax Having like a space, like a gap between those two is like, has been integral to keeping work and like enjoy seeing it as like my, my, my means to an end, you know what I mean? And like going to work and then coming back and I have a a daily schedule. So I start at nine and then I finish at like six. Every day I, I stick to that and it's, it's, it's really good for being productive So I spend an hour every morning kind of journaling a bit about what I need, what I think I need to do in my portfolio, sending some emails and writing out my day plan. And then next to that is my like month plan. I think going freelance, you have to be organized, which is something like I've had to like change as well. Like 
keeping organized is like part of like growing up after uni really regarding money it's really hard to work and like stay uh, like have a job job and then having your trying to be freelance and I've worked I've had to like work bar jobs which have helped me like tick over and they were they were they're fine they you kind of have to do it but um moving back to Brighton did mean that I didn't have to pay uh, I pay some rent to my parents but it's not like London prices and that was a really hard decision to make because all my like all my friends and creatives opted to stay in London and that is like quite a financial commitment which instead instead of having to work ridiculous hours to do that I have been able to spend a lot of time on my portfolio and that's that is also one of the key reasons why Crit Club is so important to me because it has that atmosphere of being part of something and like like a team. I've actually now been able to step away from that. I'm getting enough freelance stuff coming in. But basically, I'm now starting another job, which is teaching on the foundation that I went to in Brighton, which is going to be great. So that's going to be one day a week, which will just be that nice bit of constant income which helps me support being freelance I'm not at the stage where I could just go for freelance I'm not quite there yet but that is like a goal I had a very idealized idea of what being an illustrator was I knew it was going to have to put the work in because there are so many people who want to be illustrators and to be like stand out you have to have like a drive and love for it but I did love it so much that I was like, oh, it's going to be it's gonna be easy. It's so much harder than you think it's going to be when you're in, in college. Finally, we asked Laurie what advice he'd give himself if he was to graduate all over again. If I was to graduate again, I would advise myself to stay in contact with the peers you leave uni with and try and find, if you're moving back home, just try and like look on look on art forums try and work out if there are creatives in your area and reach out and try and just speak to people and keep your dialogue up and don't like fall off the face of the earth just stay in contact and because everyone's going to be in the same position as you and not forget that this episode of creative lives was brought to you by lecture in progress it was presented by me marianne hanoon and the guest was laurie avon interviewed by indy davis the editor was Ivor Manley. Lecture in, Progress is ma- Lecture in Progress is made possible with the support of a number of brand partners. They include GF Smith, Google, Sky Creative Agency, Heffler & Co, Colophon Foundry and the Paul Smith Foundation. For more information, check out lectureinprogress.com and you can also find us on Instagram and Twitter. We love to hear from you, so please do get in touch with any career-related questions or topics you'd like to hear more about by emailing hello at lectureinprogress.com.